I tell you what, we're kind of lopsided. Father God, we just believe that these chairs are going to fill up during praise and worship in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's get on our feet and go to the Lord in prayer. Praise the Lord. Gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day, Lord. Hallelujah. We will come in this house, Father God, to worship your holy name, to give you the due worship, the good due praise that you, that you so deserve, Father God. Because without you, we would be nothing. Without you, there would be no sunshine. And without you, there would be no rain. And we sure appreciate the rain here lately, Father. Keep watering your grass in this area, Father God, and, and, and replenish our aquifers <clears throat> in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you for the word of God that's going to come forth today. Father God, we thank you that, that the anointing is on the word. And the word is going to fall into the fertile soil of our hearts. And that word is going to produce fruit, Father God. Give us revelation knowledge and what you would have us to know today, Father. We thank you that you walk with us day by day. And we walk with you day by day. We fellowship with you every day, Father God. And we give you all praise and all glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.
There's a kind of thing that just breaks a man. Breaks him down to his knees. And gotta be broken more than a time or two. Yes, Lord. Then he picked me up, showed me what it means to be a man. Come on and sing, yeah. All my hope is in Jesus. Well, thank God my yesterday's gone. Yes, all my sins are forgiven. And I been washed by the blood, and all my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. Yes, all my sins are forgiven. Oh, I been washed by the blood. Are you hurting and broken within? Overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar, the Father's arms are open wide, forgiveness is born with the precious blood of Jesus Sing hallelujah. 
But I, uh, I love that song. So nine years ago when I started, uh, I spent some time out, outside of church. And, you know, life happened, brought me back into church. Well, thank God for that, right? Thank, thank God for all those things that happened. It was, uh, it was kind of a funny story. Uh, and I won't go too long on this story, but I will share with you. It was the first song that I heard when I first started going back to church. And, uh I told myself the entire time I was listening to that song, I'm like, you cannot cry the first day that you walk in this building. You can't cry. So I didn't. I might have shed a tear on my way home. I've listened to that song, I can't tell you how many times over the last nine years. I love that song. Praise you, Lord. See, if I told that story, I might have cried before that song or during the song. So. Try my best, just can't get it right. Talk a talk, I don't want miss the moments right before my eyes. Somebody with a hurt that could have helped, somebody with a hand that could have helped, but I just can't see past myself. Lord, help me be. A little more like mercy, a little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love and faith, a little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more like Jesus, a little less like me. There's no denying I have changed. I've been saved who I used to be. Even at my best, must confess. 
Chairs filled up. <laughs> I like the cinnamon candies. You know, if we can bring those in, you know, just stick one in each chair and just, you know, just kind of like a uh, a uh, bait. Yeah, just leaving leaving a trail. Yeah. <laughs> Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. Good, the bad, the right, the wrong, everything in between. Well, though it's crazy, amazing, we can turn our heart with the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable, hope can live or die. Speak life, speak life, to the deadest, darkest night. Speak life, speak life. When the sun won't shine and you don't know why Look into the eyes of the broken hearted Watch it come alive as soon as you speak hope You speak love, you speak Speak life Whoa, oh, 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 you speak life Whoa, oh, 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 oh Some days your tongues get twisted other days my thoughts just fall apart I do, I don't, I will, I won't It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well, though it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart with the words we say 
Mountains crumble with every syllable. Oh, can live or die. So speak life, speak life to the deadest, darkest night. Speak life, speak life when the sun won't shine and you don't know why. Look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. Watch it come alive as soon as you speak. Oh, you speak love, you speak, speak life. Whoa, oh, 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 you speak life. Whoa, oh, 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 lift your head a little higher. Spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the things you say. Raise your thoughts a little higher. Use your words to inspire. Joy will fall like rain when you speak life with the things you say. Lift your head a little higher. Spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. So speak life, speak life to the deadest, darkest night. Speak life, speak life when the sun won't shine and you don't know why. Look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. Watch them come alive as soon as you speak hope. You speak love, you speak, speak life. Whoa, oh, 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 you speak life. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody say life. Everybody say peace. Everybody say joy. How many of you in here have the joy of the Lord in your heart? Let me look around. Hold your hands up. If you ain't smiling, you're lying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We'll take a couple moments and uh, let's uh, welcome everyone near you. And tell them you're glad they're here today. Praise God.
got that joy down in my soul. I've got that joy, joy of the Lord. I've got that joy down in my soul. I've got that joy, joy of the Lord. The joy of the Well, we want to welcome everyone by live stream this morning. Just look at look around and uh, if they'll pan that camera, just look at what y'all are missing by not being here. But we're glad y'all are uh, joining us by live stream this morning. Praise God. We're all family. Amen. It'd just be nice to see y'all's faces in our congregation. Praise God. Ain't nothing like being close enough personal with your family. Amen. That's like text. I'm still not used to texting. Amen. I like talking to people. Amen. Yeah, my, my mother's this morning, she said, oh, she was so blessed. And, of course, I had to give credit where credit was due. She said, baby, I was so blessed. I know y'all, you don't like sending cards, but y'all sent me two cards. I said, that was my wife. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and she said, thank you for the cards. Praise God. Amen. I said, Mama, I still like just listening to your voice every time I talk to you. Yeah. You know, there's nothing like face-to-face -face contact with the people you love. Amen? Amen? So put your phones down and talk to people in person. Yes. You know, how did we ever make it when there was dial phones? Rotary phones where you had to dial and talk to somebody and you, you couldn't call like, you know. Yeah, the batteries would never go out. Amen. Oh, yeah, I love the party lines, man. There'd be some partying going on there. I can't believe you said that about me. I'm on the line. Well, glory to God. I want to welcome everyone to Hill Country Cowboy Church this morning. Praise God. I'm Pastor John Guillory. Amen. In case all of our visitors don't know me or those visiting by live stream this morning, I want to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day. Praise God. Hallelujah. I would recognize you, but I think uh, our guest speaker has something in store for y'all. Hallelujah. So if you, uh, I want to welcome all the first-time visitors. If this is your first time here, if you would, raise your hand up and hold it up. Let these gentlemen, amen, give them a clap offering, guys. Y'all know the... Y'all know the drill. Hallelujah. Uh, if you would fill that out at the end of service through these double doors back to my left, to my left, to y'all's right, is uh, our welcome center. You take that and give that to Miss Lisa, and she will, whoever's there, praise God, we're getting more people stepping up. But you give that to her, and she will give you a gift from us. Amen. Amen. How many of you like? How many of you gotten a gift from us before? Did you like it? Amen. Well, we used to give the bank a return fluid, but that's y'all what y'all got. Well, it was it was meant for women drivers. 
Hey, we're honoring the mothers today, okay? Okay, <laughs> praise God. Men, come back one more time. We are a church that believes in uh, sowing to the kingdom of heaven. Uh, so if you need to tithe and offer an envelope, if you would, raise your hand. These young men will put one in it. I will tell our visitors, if this is uh, not going to be your home church, the Bible is very clear to pay your tithes at your home church. Amen? That's where you get your regular daily food allowance. It's called daily bread. And we want you to be scriptural because we want you to be blessed. You can be turning in your Bibles to Luke 6.38. <clears throat> Men, come back one more time. We are a praying church. We believe in the miracle power, uh, miracle working power of God Almighty. I'm a miracle. How many miracles do we have in here? Yeah. Amen. We got quite a few miracles in here. If you need a miracle in your life, uh, as we say at the end of service, you're always the next in line for your miracle. But if you ask, you don't ask, you don't receive. I mean, you know that. So you got to ask God for what you need. So if you need a prayer request card this morning, raise your hand, hold it up, tell you these guys put one in it. Hallelujah. You can, uh, there's two places on that card. One of them says private. One of them says okay to share. If you, if you check the private box, we will not mention your name, the name of the person you're praying for. We will just pray for the need because God already knows everybody's name anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 6, verse number 38. Guys, I'm going to give you a principle this morning. If you'll get a hold of this principle in your life, and now, don't just apply it to your giving of money, but apply it to every area of your life. Uh, I'll give you, for instance, you want a better marriage, give more of yourself. Amen. You want better kids, give more of yourself. Amen. So it, it applies to everything. It says in verse 38, it says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. Now, here's the principle. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. That is anything and everything across the board in the kingdom of heaven. You won't get any more out of God than you put into God. If you did, it would be a lie. He's only promised you salvation. Amen? But you even had to give your heart to him, didn't you? Give and you'll be given unto, praise God. So let's stand on our uh, stand to our feet and give unto the Lord. You have a monetary offering, raise it up to heaven. If not, just raise a hand to Him. It says, "Lift up holy hands." Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to give unto Your kingdom, Lord. Father, we know that You're going to multiply to the spreading of Your gospel, and You're also going to multiply back into the households of the givers, some thirty, some sixty, some a hundred fold, according to their faith, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Hallelujah. As soon as they get done with that, we'll just uh, release our kiddos for church. Amen. We've got a lot of runners in here, Miss Yvette. I'm, I'm putting my money on you. Hallelujah. Got my, got my runners over here? <clears throat> Come on, Brother Sawyer. Lead the pack, brother. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Let's stretch a hand out toward these young people. Father, we thank you for the word that you're pouring into the hearts of these young people through our teachers, Lord. Father, we just give you praise and glory that you will complete your work in their lives, Father. That you will gird them up when they get older, Father God. That you'll lead and protect them, Father, as only you can. Father God, we just thank you for each and every one of these young people, Lord God. And just we give you all praise and all glory that they're little gifts to us, Father. And we thank you for the gift of life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. <clears throat> all right. Our, uh, our announcements tomorrow night, guys, is what? Man up. man up. You know that we got a lot of man up men in here. Amen. Raise your hand if you're a man up man. Praise God. Praise your, raise your hand if you're a man up man and you just hadn't been to class in a long time. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you know, we did lose a few when it took a year and two months to finish a six-week study. <clears throat> that was <laughs> We finished, though. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our midweek service is at 7 o'clock Wednesday nights. Brother Ronnie's in the midst of a teaching. Praise God. He'll be continuing that. Also, uh, our youth uh, night is Wednesday as well. Praise God. Amen. So bring your youth out. Hallelujah. We're going to have a great time back there, aren't we? Brother? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thursday night, May the 4th. What? May the 18th. <laughs> That's what I get for reading off this thing. <laughs> Thursday night, <laughs> sister to sister. Amen. Amen. Also, our new uh, couple's ministry day out has been rescheduled for May the 27th. Amen. We're going to be going to Dreamland in Dripping Springs. That's not like a dream center. That's a putt-putt golf. Amen. But uh, we have some, uh, I believe, some flyers in the back, uh, or you can uh, uh, get with Tim and Amanda, and they'll let you know more about that. But we invite everybody to come out and have a great time. I have no idea why Tim put that out, that it was some kind of grudge match between Austin and I. I mean, it won't even be a match. I mean, I'm not even playing, brother. You're going to win, hands down. Hallelujah. All right, praise the Lord. Well, that's about it for me. Praise the Lord. I get to, I get to uh, enjoy today. So would y'all welcome Miss Brenda to the platform. Well, praise the Lord. I really do wish that we weren't live. That just makes it a little more uh, nervous. So let me do a little bit of housekeeping, if you will. Hallelujah. I mean, I am called, right, the mother of the house? Yes. To some, the grandmother. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, and while I was preparing, as you do, um, I guess I could have let you do the announcements, make them bring them up to date and change them. And, you know, so I didn't. So that was my fault that I had 
just copied and pasted the wrong date. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Good morning. Hallelujah. Are you glad you're here this morning? Praise God. Well, y'all know that I'm out of my element, so uh, this is not me. This is all in the strength of the greater one that lives and abides on the inside of me, okay? So y'all pray for me as I um, do this. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers and the grandmothers that's here. We're blessed to have you, and we thank God for each one of you. Amen. And if y'all would just, if you are a mother or a graduate of mother into grandmotherhood, would you raise your hand? So uh, at the end of service, the ushers have a gift, and you're welcome to pick from the basket whatever you would like. And also, Pastor just uh, informed me that the flowers, there's some carnations, I believe, but he did want me to let you know that they are from the man up. Amen. Amen. The Man Up Ministry, so that's, that's sweet of you. So, well, are you seriously glad to be in the house of God? Are you glad to be at church? Do you rejoice whenever it's time to come to the house of God? Amen. Amen. You know what? There's nothing I would rather do than be in God's house, serving God's people, and being about the Father's business. When you wake up in the morning, do you just wake up? Or are you thankful that you opened your eyes? Are you thankful that you have breath in your lungs? Are you thankful, people, that somehow, however you manage to do it, that you get your legs over on the side of the bed and you put your feet on the floor? Amen? Because for me, some days that's a little more challenging than others. It just depends on what I've done maybe the few days before. But I tell you what, it is so wonderful to be alive today. Amen. We are living in such a time that it is unprecedented some of the stuff that we are experiencing and watching. Amen. We are seeing uh, prophecy fulfilled day by day. Amen. And it is a it is the time to be awake, church. You are the church. We are the church. We gather and we come to this house, this place. But we are the church. It is time, y'all. I mean, I tell my kids that are grown already, I tell them, be ready, be ready, be ready. We don't want to be found getting ready. We want to be ready. It is serious. It is serious. You know, people, you may have, well, I've heard that all my life. I've just heard it all my life. Well, you know what? It is time. It is time. It is time to be ready for the trumpet. you got to be so in tune to the Spirit of God that you don't miss the trumpet. I don't want to be so caught up and busy in all my daily activities and all the fun stuff that I used to do. When I was out in the world, I had stuff that kept me out of church. It kept me from where I am right now. But praise God, I made the decision to lay my life down. And I said, God, it's not my will anymore. You know, we had to say, he and I both together, we had to say, you know what? This is serious. This is a call. And look where God brought us. But I tell you what, I don't come from a background. This is none of my notes. I hadn't even got through the first page. But I tell you, you know, when I prepared, I guess I'm possibly prepared, over-prepared into next week. I don't know. But I tell you what, 
I was not raised in a godly home. I didn't have a foundation laid before me that was biblical, that, that taught me principles, that I was able to observe and watch my parents live out what it means to represent the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one that was obedient to the cross that died for me. I take it as he did that for me. Do you guys? It is time to really be rich in the goodness of the God of God. Amen. So, you know, some people ask, well, man, this is pretty loud. Am I loud, y'all? Some people ask, well, you know, or they say, boy, you sure get enthusiastic or you sure get she's so so wild and so wired up and so bold and I I say what I mean and I mean what I say because I know where I came from you know you may have had a good life you may have been raised in a Christian home or maybe you weren't but maybe or maybe you had a good successful life and and you were supposed, you were good. Well, I know where I came from. There was nothing good about me. Amen. There was nothing good about me. I was nothing but a basket case. But I tell you what, I am so, so grateful of where God has brought me to. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I say that all the time. I also say this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen? I will rejoice and be glad in it. The other day, I'm sorry, about three or four weeks ago when pastor asked me, (laughs) let me kind of get to somewhere I am in here. When he asked me, uh, well, with Mother's Day coming up, do you want to give the message and I said oh yeah sure I will I mean just all bold and everything like yeah no problem (laughs) I mean and and any of you that know me know me that I mean when I was in school I mean it was there is no way ever that I would stand up in front of the classroom of my peers I mean much less in front of a congregation and in 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 such an awesome position and represent our heavenly father much less be on live tv live stream i mean that i mean you can't you can't erase it you can't delete it so y'all just pray for me and bear with me but when he said you know would you give the message i said yeah sure i will you know give him kind of a, a an off time praise the lord well, I was reading and studying here the other day. He came past me. He always walks on eggshells around me because when I, when I am, we live in a small house. Whenever I am studying, I don't like to be interrupted. So you can't go very far in our house. Well, I looked up at him and I said, whew, man, I tell you what. I said, does, baby, does the word just really speak to you? I mean, it just, he looks at me and he says, well, yeah. I said, it just really talks to me because I had just typed, you know, that this is the day that the Lord has made. That's my declaration. Every time I know that I stand before y'all, because it is. I mean, this is the day that the Lord has made. Every morning, 
And, it, and I choose, as David, I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? And it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what's rolling in my life. I don't allow circumstances and stuff maybe that I'm facing to determine my joy, my level of joy, because that's not my joy. Where is our joy? Our joy is found in and through Him. Amen? And that's the only place because everything else, I mean, hey, it, it's a fleeting thing. It can come and go just as easy. It can go just as easy as it came. Amen? So I don't let my day, my stuff, the mess, determine my identity, who I am, where I'm going, where I've been helps propel me to where I'm going. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. So, let me get back here. At the bottom of my first page. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, are you excited to be in the house of God? Seriously. We live in a freedom place. We have freedom to still come to church, a Bible study, Wear a Christian T-shirt, maybe not in school. I don't know what you kids are going through, but it's, it's a terrible. I pray for y'all. But we still have the freedom, and we need to be thankful for that. Amen? And that we can sit under the uncompromised Word of God each and every week. Amen? We are truly a blessed nation that we can still come to church of our choosing. Amen? And we all need to be so thankful for that and be thankful that extreme persecution hasn't yet filled this land. But we do believe, brothers and sisters, that it is coming. And we don't know what it's like to hide and love Jesus. We don't know what that's like. So how blessed we are that I can just live out loud for the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one that lived out loud for me. And for you, amen? Amen. And that's also why it's so very important to read the Word, search the Word, let it take root in your life, let it germinate, and let it be the life giver of your life. Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Well, as I always say, and I want to make it clear, I'm not the pastor. To any of you visitors, I'm not the pastor. He is the pastor. I'm not a pastor, but I'm married to the pastor. But I am an encourager in the things of God and what God can truly, if you go all in like he went all in for us, he will truly change your life. Amen? But I will say that I am an encourager always. And I love the word of God. There's no greater place, no other place I'd rather be than about the Father's business because He's about our business, isn't He? Don't we expect Him to always be about our business? We always call on Him to, to do, I want, I need, I, you know. And He always is there. He is an ever-present help is what the Word tells me. Amen. Praise God, amen. He's my comforter. He's my standby. Thank you, God. When Jesus left, that God sent the Holy Spirit to dwell in us to be an ever-present help. He's my strengthener. He's my fortifier. Hallelujah. Amen. He never leaves me nor forsakes me. Praise God. He's always with me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
Well, whenever I was, uh, my, my favorite declaration, like I said, is that this is a day that the Lord has made. And that comes from Psalms 118. And the other day, whenever I was studying it, oh my goodness, I just went off on Psalms 118. And I was just, I mean, digging deep in. And when Pastor came through, I said, Does, when you study, baby, because he's always in the office in, in his cave studying and preparing for Sunday. I said, does it just talk to you? Does it, does it speak to you? He said, well, yeah. And I said, whoo, y'all, I was so excited because, uh, I mean, I've, I've always declared that, but to read 118, and I actually, I thought that, I started telling him some stuff, and I thought, well, I think I'm really just going to dissect Psalms 118. And he, he said, well, that's good, but he looked at me, and he said, well, but isn't it Mother's Day? I said, well, yeah. So, uh, so I guess, um, I just, I just like to, to see where David was coming from and what gave him the, the excitement as you read 180. So read it for yourself, and maybe one day we'll, we'll talk about it. Amen. So with this being Mother's Day, Pastor asked me to do the service, and I said, of course, yes, I will. Uh, well, the two and three weeks out was fine. Then it got to two, and okay, I'm, I'm still seeking the Lord on, you know, what what he would have me, I don't know, share and mother to mother. and Then it got down to a week a week before, and then, you know, got just a few days ago, and I'm like, oh, goodness, okay. Well, I need to admit I got caught up in myself being anxious and, and actually just downright feeling uh, a little irritable on the inside and and you know, and even pointing at pastor, and it's just like, what, why, what, he hasn't done anything, there's nothing wrong, nothing's going on, well, whenever we are really living all in for the, for the father, and we, like Jabez, say, God, just expand my boundaries, father God, I'm all in for you, use me, God, you know, that's all that religious stuff, that sounds good, oh, yes, God, I'm yours, just use me, well, you better be ready, one day you may be up here. So, uh, you know, and, and, and it was like, God, really? And I knew that I can't complain to him. I can complain to my husband, not my pastor, but my husband. But he always slaps me upside the head with the word, and it's the truth. It's the truth that keeps us in line. Amen. So just a few days ago or a day ago when I started expressing it to him, I knew that I, I knew I had to fulfill my, my word, you know, because it wouldn't have been fair to him to just say, you know what, you need to just prepare something because I'm jumping ship. But anyway, I didn't. But being that it's Mother's Day, I would like for us all to just recall some events in motherhood, which I enjoyed that scene over there was typical motherhood. I don't know if y'all saw it, but um, all of the stuff that spilled on the floor was great. And Garrett, you did well. Amen. But if, if you will, just join me in this little video and as we uh, take some trips down memory lane. Amen. And right there's the heartbeat. <laughs> Do you have any kids? 
three, actually. Wow, that sounds crazy. <sighs> crazy? In the best way possible. <laughs> So what's it like being a mom? Mom, I ain't feeling too good. Oh no, it's okay, sugar bear. Let's just go in there. Sorry, mom. Oh, it's okay, sweetie. Next time, we'll just run to the <laughs> washer. Why are you watching me sleep? Because you're my baby boy and I love you. It's still creepy, Mom. Grounded for the rest of your life, yes. Yes, it does. So in the future, you and I can just refer to it as the monthly visitor. so stupid. Uh, what did you just say to my son? What? My son is not stupid. My son is smart. He was formed by God's hands. He was dreamed up by his heart. And he was placed in this world with a purpose. You, my son, could never be stupid. Mom would never do something like that. She's way too predictable. I know, right? <laughs> How's that for predictable? Nostradamus. Summer's gonna go by so fast, and, and we still have to pick out my dorm room furniture. Slow down. What? 
Maybe I'm not ready to let you go yet. Mom. Yes, Mom. <laughs> That's who I am. Is it so bad that I just want to take care of you forever? You already have. Everything you've done for me, everything you've taught me. I'll take it with me wherever I go. You have taken care of me. For life. So what's it like being a mom? How much time you got? Praise the Lord. I'm sure you mothers can relate to several of those uh, scenes. Amen? Oh, the daily events of motherhood. <clears throat> I'd also like to acknowledge while Mother's Day is great for some, there are also some that it's not so great for. It may be a difficult day. Perhaps your mother has already moved on to heaven. Mine has. Or maybe you haven't yet experienced being a mother. Motherhood consists of moms from all across the board. There are many types of seasons of a mother or a mom. We have the expectant moms. We have new and excited moms like that one was. And she saw real quickly, don't you think she called herself when she said, hmm, three, well, let me tell you about it. She knew she didn't want to bust that one's bubble because she had the joy coming. Amen. There are stay-at-home moms. There's biological moms. There's bonus or stepmothers. Working moms. Single moms. Spiritual mothers or moms. Foster mothers. Adoptive mothers. Empty nester moms. Moms of children with special needs. And then the grand or the great-grandmothers. Amen. That's just to name a few roles. Well, I was asked the other day, do you know what pastor's message is going to be over Sunday? And then very quickly followed by the sermon topic. Well, the immediate thought that came to me was the mother load. And pastor is teaching me to just, you know, the Holy Spirit speaks to us and it's simple. We always, there's times that we try to overthink it. People so many times will go through their Christian life wondering, well, what am I supposed to do? What do I need to do? Where, God, what do you want me to do? Well, I don't know. Am I in the place I'm supposed to be in? And really, it's simple. Just flow in the Spirit and you'll find it. Amen? Amen. So my search began and it brought me to this. Y'all have heard the mother load, M-O-T-H-E-R-L-O-D-E, -E. amen? It was an original American mining term during the California gold rush in the mid-1800s, actually, 1849, I believe it was, referring to the main vein of ore in an area, while mother... L-O-D-E is the standard spelling of the phrase, meaning an abundance uh, or a rich source. Load here means a vein, a high supply, plentiful, the source. 
And mother is figurative, adjective meaning giving abundantly. Amen? So we have the vein, the source, the giver with a high supply. Mother load of motherhood. So that was my title. A great supply. A large amount of something, especially something valuable. Mother into motherhood isn't just about birthing a baby or giving birth. Can you agree? Because one may not choose to enter into that motherhood phase over that child or for that child, which that's a sad thing. And that's okay, but we pray that that person that's birthing that baby will love that baby enough, amen, to the point of allowing someone to mother that baby and love it through motherhood. So Scripture teaches us mothers are to point children toward Christ by praying for them, modeling faith and character, and training them in wisdom. I'm finally going to get to some scripture here. Proverbs 1.8 in the King James Version, and she'll put it on the screen, tells us, My son, hear the instructions of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother. And I like it in the Amplified Version also. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and reject not nor forsake the teaching of your mother. So the teachings, that is shaping our children in love. Amen. We are to teach them what the Word of God tells us. The Word, the Bible is our manual for every area of our life. Proverbs 29, 15 in the Amplified says, The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left undisciplined brings his mother to shame. I don't know if we have God's word, but I like it. A spanking and a warning produce wisdom, but an undisciplined child disgraces his mother. In the King James Version, it says, The rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame on his mother. So the Bible teaches us that we are to train our children in wisdom. Amen? The type of mother we're speaking of today carries a mighty big load. Would you agree? She has an endless vein of resources. It's an an abundant supply of value to her family and to those around her. So I learned by this, you mothers and moms out there, so if you're ever called a mother load, that's a compliment. Amen? I'm proud to to be a mother load. I have great resources. You know, it's sad as I, I uh, meditated on this, it's sad that our kids, our son and our daughter are grown, of course. They've given us grandchildren. They're in their late 40s and almost 50. And we didn't have, we didn't parent them out of the, the great resources that we now have. But all we can do is give it to our grandchildren and then live it before our grown children. And hopefully they will uh, duplicate. Amen. So what does that mean? They have an abundance of value to give. So at times and for the season, they wear many hats. In the early child developing years as caregivers, teacher and encourager, 
of many life skills. For instance, how to turn over, how to set up, how to crawl, how to walk. And then we even get to where we want to rush that. Amen. And then before you know it, they're graduating. And so it, anyway, we just want to slow time down sometimes. So we wear hats to how to teach them to dress, how to pick their clothes, how to do many outdoor activities, along with being a nurse and a comforter possibly from some of those outdoor activities, a cook in various degrees, a laundry attendant, and the list goes on and on. Amen? Amen. Mothers are the women around us who guide us in life and warn us through tough times through life decisions, the one who encourages our dreams, helps us see the greatness that God has put down on the inside of us, praying we find his direction in life. Amen. They help us pick up our pieces when we falter as we're on the journey to our dreams. And they believe in us, even in the moments when we we may not. Amen. They are the women, the mother the mom, the mentor, the friend who inspires us in many ways. They make room for us in their hearts and who live selfless for others and open their lives from that place of abundance, of value deep inside to give, simply to make a difference in someone's life. This is the rich mother load of motherhood. So what does the word of God say about motherhood? Motherhood is a blessing. Psalms 127.3 says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Motherhood is ordained by God. Psalms 139.13 For you formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Motherhood is full of hope. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. It says, Train up a child in the way. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. Not a way or a truth. Amen. But in the way, motherhood is full of joy. Proverbs 23, 25. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. Motherhood is a calling. Proverbs 31, 26 tells us. Her children rise up early and call her blessed. Her husband also. He praises her. Amen. Amen. Motherhood also is worthy of honor. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life. Amen. So what is honor? Honor means to demonstrate high respect or great esteem for someone. So I've chosen at this time to pick a few of you to give honor, if you would, 
to your mother or to the, or your mom or to the one that has helped impact your life for eternal purposes. Amen? So we're going to hear from Miss Debbie. Good morning. Um, today I'm going to, how many of y'all are blessed and highly favored? Amen. Amen. I know I am, and I'm going to stand here and I'm going to say I'm blessed and highly favored because my mom, my mom is, I'm going to call her, she's blessed and highly favored. And my grandma and my great-grandmother, those are the three women that I'm going to honor this morning. My great-grandmother, her name was Teresita Escobar. She was um, poor. She was married to an abusive husband, um, and I don't remember any of that about her. These are things that were told to me. What I remember is sitting in front of a water cooler. How many of you remember those? Anybody? Anybody? Um, sitting in front of a water cooler, bare feet, eating watermelon on her floor in her living room, and I remember her walking to church across the street every Sunday. That's how I have her in my head. She planted the seed of God in my mother. Um, my grandmother came after. That was her daughter-in-law. But my mom um, was raised in church, so to speak. Um, and I have very, very um, strong emotional ties to my mother because I was raised in church. Um, Tuesday, you think y'all don't want to come to church on Wednesdays and y'all barely come on Sunday mornings, get this, I was there on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and twice on Sundays. And when there was a holiday or Mother's Day or Christmas, sometimes we were there all week. And we lived a good 30 minutes from church and we would drive in my mother's little Toyota, all four kids stuffed in the back because my dad was not saved and it didn't phase her. She was committed to the Lord. She was saved. She was filled with the Holy Ghost and she knew what she needed to do. And what she planted in all four of us still lives today. So when I see these scriptures about um, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old, yes, I, I will say I'm old. <laughs> um, I have not departed from it. And Jason, just like you, I went to college. I stepped out of church. I wasn't there, but it was always here. When I had trouble, I knew where to go. I knew who to call on. And I would call to the Lord, and I'd come back and go out and come back. And now I know, and I'm thankful, and I'm so blessed and thankful for my mother. She has really um, taught us the fear of the Lord and to know who he is. So. Um, I'm going to end because I could go on and on and on. Sister asked me how long I was going to talk. I said, how long do you want me to talk? <laughs> um, so um, I will say this. You mothers, especially um, that have young kids running around, I know, it's t I know you're tired. I know it's hard. I only had one. I can't imagine having three or four or five. Um, stick with it. Stick with it because they will remember. I'm living proof. I know. I remember. So, God bless you. No, 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 no. Uh, Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Debbie. Praise God. And now we're going to hear from Miss Presley. Thank you. I am super nervous. <laughs> um, I don't do this thing. <laughs> it's more my husband's thing. I don't like to get up on front in front of people, but 
Um, Brenda asked me to talk about my mom. I'm gonna try to make it through this. Um, when I think about how my mom helped me grow in the Lord, um, whew, sorry, <laughs> um, I go back to the car. The car is the place where my mom talked to me the most. <laughs> she would minister to me, she would talk to me, she would teach me, um, she would pour the word over me in the car. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere and I had to listen. <laughs> so she took full advantage of that. But um, I remember one car ride, um, she was just talking to me and I remember turning to her and said, mom, I just, I'm afraid that I'm not gonna be as good of a mom as you. And she, of course, asked why. And I said, I just don't think that I'll be able to talk to my kids the way that you do. Because she never shied away from telling us the truth. She told me the truth about how hard this Christian life is, but she also told me how great it was and how important it was to follow Jesus. And she told me the word. She taught me the word. Um, oh, sorry. Um, but she always told me one thing that I remember her always teaching me is that um, I cannot be a piece of paper blowing in the wind whichever way the wind wanted to blow me, whichever way the world wanted to push me. I had to be rooted and grounded in the word and in Christ. And that has always helped me come back to Christ. I always knew who I was, who I belonged to, because my mom told me how important it was to know where I came from and who I belonged to. Um, and uh, there were times that I, that I would um, get in the car and she would start talking and yes, I would get annoyed. <laughs> yes, I would think, oh gosh, here we go again. But she kept talking, she kept teaching me. And I'm sure she knew I was annoyed, but she just kept going. Um, that was her superpower, she always knew everything. <laughs> and as a mom, I'm waiting for that superpower. But um, I am so thankful that she always taught me, that she never shied away from um, teaching me and pouring the word over me. Um, and I, um, we still have many car rides together where we have many good talks. And, but I am praying and um, looking forward to many talks with my children in the car. So <laughs> I am very thankful to my mom for all of those. Miss Sarah. I'm going to try to do this without crying, too. So, um, hold on, let me get my notes. Okay, so, um, my mom's in heaven, so I first off want to thank her today, but um, I grew up in a house where we were, my dad was a preacher, and um, I don't remember a whole lot about it because um, I did have some traumatic things that happened and um, I have just blocked that out. Um, but anyways, but um, my mom would always pray for me because, you know, of course, being a pastor's daughter, you know, the rap on them, I think I was a little bit even worse than the rap that they had on them. Um, so, 
but I'm glad my mom prayed for me, and she just kept praying for me to find someone um, that would direct me or help me or that I would listen to, but um, she passed a year ago, and my dad did too, but um, I found I found this Brenda, so I just wanted to say thank you for being my spiritual mom and helping me go get through the trials and the issues that I, I have had a hard time overcoming. And, um, who, <laughs> um, I had notes, but I'm kind of, um, but thank you for helping me overcome those battles that I had. And, um, thank you for all the talks and all the inspiration that you have given me. And thank you for understanding my, my crazy brainwave and getting on the same way. So when, you know, like when I lose my keys or my phone, like you always, we just laugh because, you know, and then maybe that one time where, you know, I left my keys or had my car turned on and forgot. And uh, you're like, Sarah, the car's still on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for just being there for me and adopting me as your daughter. Uh, thank you for giving me cooking advice so Jason doesn't have to eat spaghetti every day, every night. <laughs> thank you for being the, um, the grandparents to my kids. And um, I just, I'm so blessed that they love the Lord and they're always praying um, for just random, not random things, but like um, the other day when we were in the car and it was raining, we were trying to get home before the rain and they were just praying, God's going to protect us. He's going to, you know, and it, I didn't even have to tell them to do that. They just automatically already go to God first. Um, thank you. And that is to Papa pastor, um, too, but, you know, of course, it's not about you today. <laughs> but um, thank you for taking on the role of grandparents for my kids. Um, thank you for just giving me the um, godly or the, uh, hold on, I lost my notes. Just thank you for, um, teaching me how to be the godly, the, the godly ordained God, oh, oh, oh my goodness, teaching me how to be the godly mother God ordained me to be for the tips and tricks to making momming it easier, M momming, momming it easier, sorry. Um, I also want to give you, a give a thank, thank you to the church. Um, my kids love y'all. Um, one of the things I remember is we were a huge family-based mom and mom and dad and family. So I just want to thank you for adopting my kids because it does take a family to 
or a village to raise the children. So there are a lot of grandparents that my kids have, and they have special names for you, and they just look up to you, and they give you, and y'all have given them advice, and they just love coming here because it's a big, happy family. So thank y'all, too. Um, but yeah, so. Miss Holly, you ready? Thanks, honey. Well, I wrote notes, but the spirit takes over, so whatever. Um, I thought about this a little bit because I was raised um, by a mom who was just as sweet as could be, but she was broken. And in that broken came a lot of anger, and so there came a lot of pain. But I was thinking about what I wanted to say about her because she did mold, mold us in the sense that there was a safe place with her. Saturday mornings, back when we were young, was cartoon time. And my mom was fun. She had a childish heart and she was just a cuddly lady. She taught me how to be very affectionate and nurturing. And in those moments of clarity that she had, that was a, such a safe place to be. I can remember my brother and I just having the best times with her and she would probably laugh more than we did at things. But through the brokenness and through those moments that we had of clarity and joy, my mom was also praying for us. She was laying foundations for us. My brother and I were in church sporadically. My dad was um, challenged as a person who grew up in the Catholic Church. There was a lot of pain with religion to that generation. And so to this day, my prayers over my dad stemmed from my mother, who taught me to pray over him, for him to be redeemed and come back and to release that pain and to understand that Christ is a foundation that's been sown into me, it's been something that I've wanted to lay over my children. Um, there have been several women in my life who have given me those moments of safety and clarity. And in thinking about this, going back to why I felt safe and clear with them, Austin's mother is one of those ladies, is because they were continually praying for us. Austin's mother was one of the sweetest, kindest, compassionate people I've ever met. This is one of those people that you go, oh, I'm not worthy to be in the same room because she's never in a bad mood. Meanwhile, my mood is hanging out all the time. She had transcending joy because she lived in faith and she lived in prayer over her children. When she passed, one of the duties to help clean up her gallery was mine and I found journals and just journals and journals of prayers over her children. And it reminded me of the prayers my mother prayed for us that she prayed for my dad even when their marriage ended, that I know that she continues to pray for my brother and I and for my, my dad, that those journals that I found reminded me to start journaling and creating heart letters, which is biblical for my children. So in my Bible, I'm continually writing notes that I hope that they find and find joy in and know that my entire life, <laughs> is to pray for them. The cry of my heart is that my children know the Lord. And I will continue to pray that for them for the rest of my life. Lately, I have a new amazing woman in my life who has taught me to be a fighter. Miss Brenda has given me strength in the word. I know she prays over me also, 
She's my friend. She's my confidant. She's my partner in crime sometimes. But she's my fighter. She is my covering. And she reminds me to keep in the word over all things. Because through patience, through prayer, everything that we want will be fulfilled through him. So I just wanted to say to all the moms that are out there, we're going to do it wrong. We're going to do it broken. We're going to do it out there. We're going to do it messy. But our children are rooting us on. And my son and I had an experience yesterday, and I'm cutting his hair. And I don't cut it often, and I'm not a professional. And I remind him all the time, I don't know what I'm doing. And through the process, I'm and he's like, Mom, you're overthinking it. It's going to be fine. And if it's not, it grows back. It's okay. And I thought, well, thanks, kid. The whole time he's not realizing, I'm praying through it because I'm like, oh, Lord. So I just want you guys to remember that the days are long, but the years are short. And they come back, and they become our friends, and they become our cheerleaders. And I, I feel my children praying over me, and I think that's such a blessing. So I wanted to say thanks to all you moms, and happy Mother's Day. missed it. Yeah, <laughs> Woo, wasn't that a blessing, y'all? Yeah. Let's see here. So like I said earlier, I didn't have a godly mother, but I had a loving mother. I didn't have the godly mother. We went to church. Let me say that. Let me clarify. We went to church. We went to the Baptist church, but I never heard my mother talk about the word. I never saw my mother or my dad sit and read the Bible. I don't honestly know if they did, but you know what? That's okay. I know my mother was saved. I lost my dad at age 37. So I was a junior in high school, but I had a loving mother. I had a mother. She was loving and wonderful. She was very good to me. God blessed me with the awesome privilege as I cared for her her last 13 years of her life. And God blessed John and I, Pastor and I, the opportunity to live Jesus before her. At first, when she was here, the first of the 17 years she was here, every day almost I was reminded that I was all of the things that I did wrong. You know, I was the black sheep of the family. I, I'll, I'll admit that. But that's okay because by the end of her life, it was such a joy and an honor to be able to just tell her, but mama, that one, she's gone. She's dead and gone. See, this is a new person. The, 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 the greater one lives on the inside of me. Oh, but mama, you don't know this person yet. And I just started telling her. And at times it would irritate me because God didn't remember all my stuff. But, but anyway, able to live the loving Jesus before her was such a blessing, and God just blessed me with such a relationship with her. So to every woman, mother or mentor, who is pouring yourself into the next generation, I want to remind you to love and lead the next generation because you're changing the, the next generation. You're changing the world. Amen. The mother load is this. You are carrying around such valuable truth, life-giving hope that we can share, life-changing possibilities to share and to give. Amen. Motherhood is about carrying and sharing Jesus to your generation. 
your calling as a woman, mother and mentor, no matter what this looks like, is one that is filled with honor, value, and impact. And I celebrate each one of you today. Happy, happy Mother's Day. Amen. I guess I'm going to close now because it's almost 12. I didn't know how long this was going to go. So. so if the ushers will come forward, please. And uh, if you are a mother, raise your hand. And like I said earlier, your choice, take a pick of out of the baskets. Amen. And remember that the Man Up Ministry blessed y'all with the flowers. Was that inspiring or what? It was. All the men said? Amen. Well, uh, I'll close out in uh, our normal closing prayer in a moment, but being the, <clears throat> the mother of this church, I want all the ladies, the, all the mothers to stand, please. I want you to pray over them. Oh, praise the Lord. I love to pray. Well, first of all, I do want to thank each one of you ladies, my sisters in Christ, that uh, you so graciously took me on and uh, spoke from your heart. I appreciate that. So, uh, I mean, I had to get out of the boat. I just wanted to give you all a little test of it and see how it felt. But you did great. Amen. Hey, we're all in this together. All right. Well, Father, we just thank you, God, for this day. And God, I thank you that as it's called Mother's Day, and we celebrate each mother in here. But Father God, we celebrate the gift that you've placed on the inside of us. I'm reminded of Mary, the most famous mother that we have that carried around the life of Jesus. And we have that same life on the inside of us as mothers with the opportunity to give out of that to anyone and everyone that'll even listen. I thank you, Father, for that opportunity. God, I just ask for a special blessing, God, upon each one of these ladies, each one of these mothers, each one, Father God, that's still going to be a mother. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you give them endued power. God, that they can live out of the resources by knowing who they are in you. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for such an opportunity to be a child of the Most High God. I thank you, Lord, that we are daughters of the King. Bless this day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Okay. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bam. Bam. Amen. You may be seated for a moment. Praise God. I want to give a special thank you out to my bride and uh, the mother of my children. I thank God for the work he's done in her. And I'm not your son, but I'll tell you what, the last 26 years of my life have been the greatest since you and I both dedicated our life to the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and I am growing up. She was actually proud of me this morning because I got my own pants and shirt down and 
And, and she said, you even found your boots. Then she asked me, do you have socks on? <laughs> Praise the Lord. We never want to end the service without giving everyone an opportunity to rededicate their life to the Lord or maybe give your life to the Lord for the very first time. You may be in this service today or, or you may be watching my live stream from the comfort of your living room and you really never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You've called him Savior but you need to call him Lord because there's a difference. When you make someone Lord of your life, that means he's going to lead and guide you in your life. That you'll always turn to him, just like Miss Brenda was talking about, always turning to the word, always turning to the Lord Jesus Christ for your guidance. So if you're in this place this morning or you're, uh, and let's stand back up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you sit down. Uh, because I think we always need to stand before the Lord when we pray. Amen. If you're in this place this morning or you're watching my live stream and you want to give your life to the Lord and you want to rededicate your life to the Lord with every head bowed and every eye closed, no one looking around, let's respect the Holy Ghost. If that's you, I want you to slip a hand up real quick and put it right back down. God sees all those hands. He saw the hands at home. There's no hand that die, uh, our Father God didn't see. So I want everyone to raise their hand, and I want the whole congregation, our congregation, to pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ came to this earth and died just for me. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your all so that I could live. Come into my heart and be my Lord, be my Savior. And I give you all praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering. And let's give a special, another round of applause to all the ladies that got up and spoke before you. <clears throat> Some touching, very touching testimonies. Amen. We always leave a service, uh, leave off the service saying one thing, that we serve a miracle-working God. And you're always next in line for your miracle. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.